and welcome to the Fit Strong Free podcast. Today I'm talking all things positivity with my good friend Clem, aka the Positive PT. She's known for being a positive person and just great to be around and she's got loads of great ideas on how we can be more positive and just interesting to talk to about the topic. So without further ado, let's go straight into it and I hope you enjoy this one. Hello and welcome to the Fit Strong Free podcast. I am with my friend Clem. Say hi. Hi. And today we're going to be talking about positivity and how it can change your life, whether you think positively or not. So Clem is a fellow PT and I'm just going to ask her a bit about her backstory and basically, um, yeah, how you got into PT and... um, your journey into it. So I originally studied performing arts at uni. Okay. So I've always been quite a creative person. Yeah. Um, and then I came out of uni, realised there was no jobs in it, and realised I needed to do a job doing something. Did various different jobs, ended up in a leisure centre, doing, again, various different roles within, within the leisure centre. Um, somewhere in between that, I went through a breakup. Okay. And then through that breakup, I joined the gym for the first time. So you, while you were working in the leisure centre, you weren't really going to the gym at no. that point? No. After graduating? Yeah. Okay. So I went through this breakup and realised I had loads of time. So it mm. wasn't the case of, I'm going to go and change myself and win him back. Yeah. Although he did get in contact after breaking up with me, but it was far too late. I was uh, over it. They always do. They always do. So <laughs> when you're doing better, they all they yeah. crawl out of the woodwork yeah. and they're like, oh, hey, you're looking, you're looking good now. How you doing? <laughs> anyway, yeah, anyway, so I didn't go because of that reason. I went because I had lots of free time because I used okay. to spend a lot of time with him. So yeah. I wanted to spend my time doing something else. So okay. I put all of that energy into training and working out for the first time. I then married that with working at the leisure centre, got some help from some of the gym staff that were there, gave me a programme, I sort of developed that way, Um, then left the leisure centre to do another job, ended up sort of round trip back into the same leisure centre because I realised that that's where I wanted to be, that's where I was most happy, I was most interested in it, you know, out of all the jobs I had. That was the one that I really enjoyed. So the one in the leisure centre where you were, what, what were you doing? I was actually just working on reception. Oh, okay. But I had done sales. And yeah. I had been a duty manager. And, yeah. You know, I'd done a bit of reception beforehand. But I went back. But even though I was on reception, it mm. was working with people that I really liked. But you're definitely a people person. Absolutely. I worked so. on my own in an office. And yeah. you can't imagine. I was bouncing off the walls. I was singing to myself. I was like going crazy. <laughs> to the point where I actually took a step back. To yeah. go back into the ledge centre as a receptionist to, to in order for me to move forward. Yeah. Um, and through that, I was encouraged to become a fitness instructor Ooh, by the, okay. the gym manager there, who was really supportive. And then through that, I was training to be a PT alongside being on reception. And then I took the leap and was like, goodbye, reception. Let me go and be a PT full-time oh, okay. and here I am here you are <laughs> yes. yeah because I think like like I said you are very much a people person mm. and um now you're a PT mm. that really I find that really comes into it we have Absolutely. to be good with people oh completely otherwise like half of half of the trade is being good with people yeah because if you can't speak to people how are you going to help them yeah exactly yeah. and people need to feel comfortable oh, and you know tell us things that mm. they wouldn't tell other people oh I find Ooh. so much information out almost people. like we are and we act like therapists. Absolutely. A lot of the time. And I think on the flip side of that, when I if I'm in like a bad mood, yeah. Like before going into a session with a client, I come out of the other side feeling so much better because yeah. I really love what I do and that has overridden the thought of being negative. Yeah. So training people actually make me feel better. Yeah. And I love that. My clients don't know, but they, they help me a lot. I know, I know what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like a, a two way thing. So yeah. Really it's a good thing. Yeah, because like one one question that I wanted to ask you today mm. was like, do you think in a PT session mm. you need to act like the positive Clem that they know? Do you feel like do you feel pressured to act positively in front of a client all the time or is it more of a professional standard that you try to stick to I think definitely professional standard yeah. because these clients are paying for your time yeah. so you owe them to give them a service yeah. and it's a bit like anything like customer service if you're being paid to do a job you wouldn't then give bad customer service yeah. your job is to, to give good customer service and then on the other side when I work with clients because I really like what I do and mm. because I work with people 
I want to give them an extra service because they're paying for my time. Yeah. And, and I want to give them what, the best of what I can give them. So I wouldn't give them a, a disservice. You know, I wouldn't go in, I wouldn't be late. I wouldn't go in looking disheveled. You know, that you've got to hold up that, that standard. Yeah, definitely. I agree, definitely. Okay. Um, yeah, and that brings me to another point of like actually loving what you do. Mm. I think when you do truly love what you do, mm-hmm. And you're say you're in a really bad mood, um, and then you go to work and you just love it. Mm. It it kind of just does put you in a positive state. Absolutely, without meaning to. Yeah, even if it. on the way to work you're like, oh, I don't even want to go to work today. Yeah. Um, it it can do, and that's such a great thing, and that's why loving what you do in your day to day job or life is so important. It really is. Like when I was working on reception, yes, I was a receptionist and yes, I knew I could do more. Mm. But I stayed there for so long. I stayed there for about two and a half years because I liked the people I worked with and they kept me there. On top of yeah. liking the, the, the job, but sometimes the job was a little bit stressful. Mm. And so I'd have really good days, loved what I do, was really good. Yeah. And then I'd have bad days where I wasn't working with the same people and therefore maybe my standard had dropped a little bit because of my mood and my attitude towards yeah. it. So then only when I left that job to become a PT full-time did I actually realise that was such a negative environment for me and mm-hmm. I didn't realise until you pull you yourself don't. away from it. But when you're in that situation, mm. you, you don't really see the prospects of what no, can be. Absolutely not, you don't, because and you're in that moment. Yeah. And it's a bit like when you're in a relationship, if you're in a bad relationship, yeah. you, you, everyone's telling you, but you can't see it because you can only see... In that moment, you can't see beyond it. Yeah, definitely. It's like looking at yourself from an outside lens, like yeah. you know, as in you, as if you're in a film or something. Exactly. That's something I've tried to do recently in my life because it's as I, as we know, we've just spoken about. It's so hard to know what you should be doing sometimes. Like you should when you've got a decision to make, should you do say yes or no or mm. go this way or that you way you almost want to have a like, look into the future to see was it the yeah. right decision or yeah you know, and it's okay to be scared you know of that decision making process yeah but then definitely. I also, also think that if you've got a decision to make and you're worried about if it's the right or wrong decision what's the worst that could happen if you decide to take a new job and you don't like it there are other yeah. jobs you can take yeah well if you start a new relationship actually you're not very much you're not into it you know it's okay yeah. to change your mind. It's yeah. okay to not know the answer as well. Yeah, that is true. And I and I think, how are you going to know until you kind of take a risk Absolutely. and go for it anyway? Exactly. Yeah. Um, but going back to what you were saying about working with positive, like not mm-hmm. positive people, but just people that, that change, gel yeah. with. Absolutely. Um, it makes a huge difference with yeah. who you work with. I Definitely. find throughout my whole life, because I'm very much a people person, Yeah. and I pick up on people's auras mm-hmm. and moods. So, you know, I'm a bit like... Um, a comedian when they take on like the surroundings I, like, I take on people's moods I'm like a mood hoover are you like one of those people that can like be like oh you look like you've got green around you I can see what colour you are what colour your aura is I wouldn't say I can see colours but I do definitely pick up on vibes I'm a big vibe yeah, person yeah 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 and um, for example if, if I walk into work and I see certain people that work there some people will instantly bring my mood up yeah and equally some people can bring my mood down. Okay. But though I'm very conscious of who does what, mm. so I tend to avoid the people that I could bring my mood down. Okay. And, and spend more time around people that bring my mood yeah. up. Yeah. Um, rather than letting the bad mood take over. Yeah. I'm too busy thinking it's, it's not worth it. I want to yeah. feel happier. So let me surround myself with people that make me happy. Yeah. And Do you oh. think that, that, that pre-thought in your head that that person's already going to bring your mood down, do you think then even if they're in a good mood, they're still going to bring your mood down? I think, yeah, there's, there's always um, an element of, like, once someone's made, once I've made my mind up about somebody, yeah. they're unlikely to change. So if someone's very so, much negative all the time, yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter if they're positive this one time because they've been negative too many times. And yeah. It's unlikely for me to change my mind about okay. them. Once it's set, it's set. Yeah, once it's set. Be careful around clean people. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, that's funny. No, but I know what you mean. There are certain people that you, you when you're around them, their energy is just, yeah, not as, po- not positive, but let's just say as vibrant. Absolutely. Or, or like, but they, I find they are generally the people that aren't happy with themselves. Absolutely. And, they don't like their job. They definitely don't like their job. They, they're a complainer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Wants um, to complain but do nothing about changing anything. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Exactly. And I think you know, for those kind of people, what can be done, like in terms of 
because it's all well and good to say, I'll oh, just be positive mm. and just, you know, yeah. get on with it. But mm. actually, like, how can we help them go about... I know that's not really our job, but just people in general, like, people become um, accomplices. Accomplices? What, what are you trying to say? I'm trying to say... Uh, <laughs> Let me help. Acc- 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 acquaintances. Oh, okay. <laughs> what about these acquaintances, you say? Um... How can we, you know, if if we're trying to help people in general, that's mm. our job, like yeah. help them become healthier and happier. Um, with these acquaintances, can we do anything to help them or is that not really our business or not really our I job? I think as PTs, and depending on what sort of person yeah. you are, you're right, you always want to help somebody. Yeah, that's and, our nature. Yeah, and sometimes mm. there are some people that are beyond help because you've tried and you've yeah. tried and, you know, you're not getting through to them. But there are some people that you know, they're a little bit negative and I sort of, mm. I, I'm a bit um, mischievous in the fact that if some, if I'm at work and I know someone's maybe not as happy in their job, I sort of highlight it to them yeah. in like a, I don't know, like a, not a bad way, but often we'll be at work and someone will sigh and be like, oh, you know, we're only eight, eight hours to the end of my shift and I'm like, oh, counting down, counting down the hours of your shift, are you? So do you not like your job? Because... I'm not counting yeah. down the hours. I'm enjoying my yeah. working day to make them think about, you know, is it the right job for yeah, them? Maybe definitely. not the best approach. Well, but sometimes I get frustrated because I'm like, I like my job. I'm I really know. happy in my working life, and you're bringing negativity around me. I don't want that. I know what you mean, but then think of how I don't know. Like we've all been unhappy in a job, including myself, mm. and that like what we were saying earlier like when you're in it it's like oh, i guess yeah you gosh. can't see yeah yeah so that's why it's difficult kind of to help these people because you kind of just want to give them a kick up the bum and i'll tell you what i do do actually mm. rather than antagonize people i do yeah. sort of um i try and bring positivity to the space that i'm in yeah so because i pick up on negativity i try and almost overpower the negativity yes. with all of my positivity that's i'm, I'm almost want. so positive <laughs> That some people are like, how are you this happy? Who are you? And I'm like, because being happy is giving me these good feelings inside, and therefore yeah. I want to share them with everybody else. I want to want you to pick up on my good mood. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure if you had one neg- negative person in an office, surrounded by three really positive people having a chat, having yeah. a laugh, bringing a good atmosphere, that negative person would probably sort of pick up on Definitely. positivity and then change how they were feeling. Yeah. But if you're surrounded in an office with four or five people that are quite negative that's quite a negative environment that you are surrounding yourself in yeah. every single day and it's going to be hard to see outside of that you know and I think if we can overpower negativity yes. with positivity that's what I try and do I like that here yeah. is my positivity whether you like it or not yeah I'm yeah. going to be positive around you. I'm going to turn everything you say negative into a positive yeah and, and you're, you're so good at doing that I just I just think that you know like you say we've all been there when we've had down days negativity mm-hmm. um and since I've not found positivity, but since positivity has really changed, how, like yeah. in the last six months of my life, yeah, I know like how powerful just thinking differently can Definitely. be. Definitely, it's all a thought process. Absolutely, isn't it? I always say in my podcast, you've probably heard it a thousand times, but think, feel, and choose. So mm-hmm. everything comes from your thinking, mm-hmm. and then you feel a certain way because yeah. of the way you're thinking, mm-hmm. and then you choose a certain action because of the way you feel. Yeah. So it's all a pattern, and yeah, I find it really interesting. Um, so yeah, you are a very positive person. I love being around you. Thank you me. always bring a smile to my face. Yeah, you do. Um, you do that. You're to me like too. my go-to person when I need a laugh. <laughs> which is just... I love that. <laughs> happy to help. Yeah, always happy to help. But then, would you agree that laughter is a big part of you know changing how you can feel? Oh, completely, mm-hmm. completely. Like you could be in a bad mood, and then someone makes you laugh. It's not can might not be something on the TV because you don't really get a connection with someone on the TV. Yeah. It needs to be something so with someone yeah. to have that connection and to like laugh on a deeper level, I guess. But do you um, know what I think with that is that when you're feeling a bit negative and then you and then you bump into someone at work, one of your yeah. friends, and then you have a conversation and they, they bring you up, it's because you, I think, talking to that person makes you remember how good that person makes you feel and how good times are other than this current situation. So you think outside of that situation and you're no longer thinking, yeah. oh, I'm negative. I'm thinking, oh, I was really happy on Monday when I had the chat with that same person. And yeah. Actually, things aren't so bad and there is a bigger picture and I can be a little bit happier in this negative moment in this time. 
is now washed away because that person has reminded me that I don't yeah. need to feel like that. Exactly. That's a really good point. Yeah, it's like a reminder, mm. isn't it? That actually life isn't that serious. It's like, not. what is the worst that can happen yeah. in this situation, in this moment in time? And again, it comes from your thinking, like stemming from that. Mm. Just stop it. Like, yeah. nip it in the bud. Stop thinking in this, like, pity party way. Mm. Yeah, that's that's which, a thing that I love. Yeah. Like, recently, I've been saying to people, you know, if you're having a chat with someone and they're a li- being a little bit negative or they're just voicing their concerns yeah. like they're a bit fed up you know they've got a cold they're working too much yeah, yeah. and I sort of go well I didn't I didn't get invited to this pity party like you're not <laughs> you're not having a pity party no one's having a pity party can you hear yourself yeah I want you to think differently stop stop being pitiful about yourself yeah, you know yeah. let's turn this into a positive yeah um, and then so it's rubbed off so much on a friend of mine that the other day I was moaning to her because I had a bit of a cold and I was like, this cold won't go away. And she was like, yeah, no pity parties. And I was like, oh, great, now. And then, right and then, she, st- and then she stopped me doing it. So therefore yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, okay, well, I have to turn this around. Yeah. I can't be pitiful. That's so true, but there's something really comforting about being in a pity <laughs> it's about, party. About moaning and like feeling sorry for yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. You've got to and all sorry. you want is someone to be like, oh, there, there. Yeah, but the thing is, <laughs> nobody will because no. as an adult, you're told to get on with it. You were yeah. talking in a previous podcast about getting on with it. People don't yeah. care for you. They don't, not they don't care for you. Yeah, they yeah, don't I care know what you for mean. Your, your they've, got, they've got shit to get on with exactly, themselves. Exactly. Like, and yeah. then to a point where, like, if you, you know, you do want to talk to a friend, friends will you'd be like, are you okay? Like, yeah. Let's talk it through. And then sometimes you need tough love. And I definitely need tough love. I need someone to be like, come stop being a drip. Get on with it. Go to the gym. Yeah. Sort your life out because yeah. you feel better for it. Definitely. Rather than if you're going to moan that your 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 ankle's not recovering from your ankle sprain, whose fault's that? Get to the gym. Yeah. You know, do your physio. Blah blah blah. Do your physio. Do you moans when do. you couldn't play. So yeah, that's get on the with it. There are always barriers if you want to make the excuses. Oh, absolutely. So but then that's just... why I think positive thoughts can really change anything. You yeah. Can, because. A certain barrier is already a negativity, negative yeah. thought. So you just need to put a positive thought in that way. It's almost like it's not a barrier because it's not stopping you, but like an open gate. So negative thoughts are a barrier. Positive thoughts are an open gate. It's an, an option. It's a, a way to go yeah. through. So if the negativity is I'm going to be cold, the positive thought, the open gate, the option through is how can I change it so I'm not so cold? So I think yeah. negative is a barrier and positive thoughts is almost like pushing down that barrier because you... It's so easy to feel negative, but quite hard to feel positive. We need to break down negative barriers in order for yeah. our positivity to come through. Definitely. And then feel good. Because when you feel empowered, you it, it's an aura. You give off good, yeah. such positive vibes and people Definitely. pick up on it. And you can make people feel and better just by being around and them. And it's so funny. Like I find you can go through like weeks of feeling really good about yourself. 100%. But it's when you're doing all the things that you wouldn't necessarily do if you were in a bad in a state of bad habits. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's picking up on the good habits and sustaining them. Yeah. And that is when this positive aura comes into play and people are more drawn to you. Mm-hmm. You're just on a great flow of life. You're feeling yeah. good. And life is just peachy. Like, And yeah. you do, really, you do attract good things yeah, into your life. Yeah, it's a law of attraction, isn't it? Definitely. Like if, you, if you do good things, good things come to yeah. you. Or like think, think good. Yeah, for sure. And like, and the opposite as well. When you're feeling in a bad mood, you yeah. just see everything as like... You can start to complain more, mm-hmm. and things are just not going your way in life. But you are constantly thinking negatively yeah. about things over and over again. And for me, like personally, that has happened recently with the cold. That's kind of triggered this realm of like bad habits yeah. that have crept back in, and I'm trying to stop them. And you yeah. know, even as a PT, it's quite difficult at times to kind of pick yourself back up. Completely, but. Yeah, so it's just flipping that around mm-hmm. and being like, Do you know what, I was in a really good place not long ago, what's happened? Yeah. And actually like being self aware of these things. So when that happens to you, if it ever does, mm-hmm. like how do you like nip it in the bud? And it's quite a hard question to answer directly but it is it's a tricky um, question, but I I spent so much of my life battling between negativity yeah. not so much positivity i never really thought about positivity at all really yeah because my whole life was very much negativity it was always um mm. what mood will i be in today and you know who will affect it and how will i get through my day yeah, so okay. what things bring me joy that i can look forward yeah. to and only recently has positivity really made an impact on my life 
What triggered that? Like, you know, you said earlier in the last six months, mm. what has happened in the last six months? Like, have you, are there books you've read or like, is it people? Is it something you've watched? Like, what has helped you? In I think that time? it's a mixture of things I've watched. So, Queer Eye on Netflix is a great oh, feel good yeah. show mm-hmm. for the five gay guys that transform somebody's life through making them feel good about themselves. Yeah. And then watching a show like that really makes you feel good about the world because people are great. Yeah. So, the okay. mixture between that, there is also um, at work. So, the main change was I left the receptionist job. So, mm-hmm. I was doing it here and there. And then because I couldn't quite let it go because I was so attached to it because that's where my journey began. Okay. You know, before I, I went into PT that. and, you know, yeah. that's, I feel attached to it because of that reason. And really I needed to let it go in order to grow and to evolve. And that's what happened. It's almost like an addiction. Like, a, you know, you give up smoking and you gain VO2 in your lungs and all that. Yeah. You know, but I gave up that negativity, negative environment. And like I say, you only notice when you leave a situation how negative it was because as soon as that left, everything was much better I started working doing PT more which meant I was around different people a lot more and clearly those people really made an impact like I started working with you a lot more yeah and that made a huge difference just to my thinking because of the way you think and Mm -hmm. your experiences and the things we talk about yeah and you're just a great person to be around as well as like the whole team yeah really really great definitely so it was like leaving a negative environment uh, filling that neg- that empty sort of void of yeah. where it was negative into adding more positivity yeah, into it so good okay. always around you um, I started to change my job so I got a promotion so my job role changed yes. um, and I'm really loving that good. so and I think that happened because you know positivity you know I believed in you myself believed you, did. Yeah. And, you know believed I could so I did and I think it just stems from being unhappy in a workplace because there was a statistic I think or another podcast where you spend X amount of time at work X amount of time in bed and X amount of time not in bed and not at work yeah and it's like uh, a third I guess yeah, a third it's, of your it's, time it's some, it's probably like more that. than a third if you yeah, do actually, like travel yeah. as well like, exactly yeah, so then, it's stupid but... you know and it was like well, if you spend that amount of time at work yeah. you've got to be doing it in a place that is making you feel good definitely because I actually was talking to a friend of mine who was having a little bit of trouble at work mm. And, and she said, oh, you know, I don't want to leave because they've been really good to me, the company, X, Y, and Z, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. And I said to her, well, if you were doing a job, you know, you were working with chemicals and then the chemicals were actually irritating your skin and then you had like a, a skin problem or like you, you developed something because of this work, would you carry on doing it? Or would you stop because it was detrimental to your, your physical health? Yeah. She was like, well, I'd stop. I said, so, okay, so if you're in a workplace that is detrimental to your mental health, yeah. why would you keep doing it? Exactly. You wouldn't. You would stop. But just because you can't see it doesn't mean it isn't there. And I think people don't realise how negative things are, like we say, until oh, they leave a situation. So true. So the, the main bulk of it was I left a really negative environment and filled it with, with yeah. things that brought me joy. That's yeah. a simple fact. That's amazing. Yeah. Negativity add positivity. Definitely. And yeah, as we said before, getting yourself out of that negative yeah. environment. Um, I find with jobs though, say like your friend, she mm. might be in a very well paid job and she might of be forced to love the fact yeah. that, okay, can she find another job that she wants to be doing mm. with the same money or more? Of and where there is that fear factor that comes into play. Absolutely. And, and I get that. I completely yeah. get that. Because you can't, you know, I say it's so easy. Yeah, just leave a job. Mm. <laughs> you've, got, mm. you've got bills. You've got, you, she's got a child. You know, yeah, it's not yeah. so easy to just drop a job. I understand that. But I was sort of saying to her, look at how that's making you feel. Yeah. What's more important here? Your, so your mental true. well-being mm. and your, you know, your physical well-being. Or... I get the income is very important, yeah. but at the end of the day, is that going to make you worse off because of your your mental health? Maybe put steps in place to look for a new job. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's about definitely maybe accepting that you need to move on from that yeah. job. Yeah, and only because I was to told to to leave, you know, the receptionist mm-hmm. job. I didn't take that on board straight away because, like I said, I was quite attached to it. Yeah, and only when I was ready did I let go of it. Yeah, but it's like yeah, any, yeah. any addiction, you kind of got to go. I need to stop this now. Definitely, and accept what it's doing to you. For sure. Yeah. Sure. Okay. So I think that's what that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's really cool. Mm. Um, I hope she does leave her job and move oh, on. Oh, me too. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be the support for her I'm while sure she will. decides what she wants to do. That's cool. Um, yeah, I want to talk about self care a little bit as well because I find that is very important in just feeling good, and mm. that comes hand in hand with positivity and feeling positive about yourself. Yeah. In this very 
difficult world at mm. the moment. So, yeah, I mean, in terms of, yeah, looking after yourself and self-care, what would you say are the most important things that you can be doing or that everyone can be doing in order to just, yeah, just live a happier daily life? Like, obviously, we're PTs, so mm. we, as a part of self-care, exercise is very important for us it is really important when we don't exercise for a while we We don't we don't feel good no we we do not feel good and it's the case of what you were saying that if you are feeling good you give off you know the good auras and people are drawn to you if you're not training and you're not feeling good about yourself trust me you're telling the universe you don't want people to come to you yeah it's just the way that it is but when you're feeling good it's such it's that feeling of when you feel good and you, you know, you put your clothes on and you're like, damn, I'm feeling really good about yeah, myself today. Yeah. And I, I love the quote, I don't know where it came from, I don't know if I made it up, but <laughs> let me see if I get it the right way around. You feel good, you look good. Yeah, so, I remember you saying yeah, that to I, me. I often say, because yeah, if I take a and selfie... stuck in my mind. <laughs> if, I, if I take a selfie and I'm feeling really good, I'm feeling myself, like I'm yeah. feeling myself, I'm feeling, oh, I'm feeling yeah. myself, I take a selfie and I'm like... Yeah, I'm feeling good. And then I'm like, damn, that's a good selfie. Like, I, I know, I yeah. look good. Feel and good, look good. Yeah, and I think I spent, oh, I missed a, a massive point of where why my life changed in the last six months. Well, yeah, yeah, why? Sorry, I made a huge major point and I just thought about it. I gave up social media. Oh, okay. It's a very, yeah, sorry. very interesting point. I yeah. missed that. I gave okay. up, it was earlier this year. Yeah. And I can't remember what what did it. But when I recently went back onto my old Twitter, the, the last tweet before I went MIA was something like, I realised today that I need to start looking after myself and mm-hmm. I want to feel better. And rather than surrounding myself with negative people, I'm going to go and find myself. Type yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. So that was in January this year. Okay. So I gave up Twitter. I gave up Instagram, my personal Instagram. Mm-hmm. And then uh, a few months after that, I gave up Snapchat. Okay. Can I ask how often were you on these that really took up a lot of a your lot of daily time. time and yeah and then gosh um, imagine freeing up that all your time oh my god you get so much done in life yeah, <laughs> like so yeah. much because i look at my phone and i go oh there's literally nothing to check i will put the yeah. phone down and then yeah. i will go and do all the things i've been do putting. life go and do life 100 <laughs> yeah and actually the main thing i noticed was i'd come off all the social media and then i was on whatsapp a lot more communicating connecting with my friends again like, yeah. not that I was like antisocial but no, I was no, talking I starting more conversations than I would have done you know yeah. how are you doing like what are you doing this day you know yeah. re- making plans because that was the form of communication yeah definitely. I don't need to tweet you I don't need to yeah. Instagram you and I don't need to Snapchat you I'm going to send you a WhatsApp because that's a conversation yeah definitely and anyway, so back to the feeling good yeah taking a selfie so when I used to have Snapchat and Instagram I'd take selfies upon selfies upon yeah. selfies <laughs> Put them online. What was Selfie I doing? Queen. What was what was I doing that for? So people could see what I was doing, so I could look happy. Mm, no, because when I was taking those selfies, was I feeling good? No. Was I looking okay? Yeah, with a filter, you know. Yeah. You know. And then since getting rid of social media, now when I take a selfie, it's actually quite funny. I take a photo, and I think I've got nowhere to put that. I've got no social yeah. media. So then I stop taking selfies, and then I'm never missing my trains anymore because I'm leaving the house on time. <laughs> For real, like I used to be like <laughs> running for the train because I took too many selfies oh, in my that's room. That's hilarious. Yeah. Okay, that's amazing. Yeah. Oh, that's really cool. Okay, so I think social media then mm-hmm. was a really big one oh, for you. Oh my gosh, yes. Um, because I obviously I'm on social media. Uh, I try and post daily, but mm-hmm. I'm only on, really on Instagram. And but would you say your Instagram is for personal or for for a work purpose? It's more for work purpose, but obviously I've got my friends on there as well. Mm. Yeah. Um. So I do half use it for personal stuff as well. Yeah. But actually, no, I wouldn't post if it wasn't for my business. Yeah. Um, and I don't spend ages scrolling through it and looking at other people's posts because I, I see myself more as a content creator. Yeah. I don't really go on there to, to feed off other people's posts. What do you whatever. think? How do you think you would um, manage your own personal Instagram? Do you think you post much? I used to have, well, I still have one, but I rarely post. I've probably posted like um, why don't you post? twice this year. Why? Because, because <laughs> it's like November. <laughs> I know. Um, it's because I spend so much time on my Fit Strong Free Instagram that yeah. I just don't really feel the need. And I guess all my friends follow that one now. Yeah. And they can see, like, so if I post on my other one, I'd kind of, I don't see the point in it mm. anymore. And so, also, so do you have any other social media? I've got Facebook, but it's more to keep in touch with old friends. And yeah. also, like, all my Instagram 
um, posts, they feed straight through to my Fit Strong Free Facebook okay, yeah. group. So it's kind of, I've got some people in there that don't follow me on so Instagram. Then, so if you don't have any social media, you didn't have the same sort of connotations with negativity that I no, did. No, no, I really don't. So where would you I say said, your negativity comes from, if any? My negativity would probably come from if I allow myself to compare myself to other people on social media. And through your Instagram? Through, probably, yeah, through Instagram. I mean, like I've said before on my podcast, like, comparison is the thief of our joy. Mm-hmm. Like, if you stop comparing yourself to others and focus on what you're doing, you'll be a lot happier. And yeah. as soon as you start comparing yourself to others, it's like other people's successes are not your failure. Yeah. Like, you know, allow everyone to be happy and successful. And for me, it's not even about that, but I just, I just think, like... Why should I constantly be thinking about having to post on social media every day? Yes, I have a business, but I'm sure they can go, like, my followers can go a week without hearing from me. If anything, do you feel like if you didn't post so frequently that when you did post, it'd be a bit a lot more powerful? Maybe, maybe, or yeah. Or that people would sort of forget and then um, maybe not keep The thing up. is, like, with Instagram now, they've started, you know, the stories have been going for ages, but... They're bloody clever, Instagram. Like, the stories are there to keep us on the platform, to spend, keep us spending more time on the platform. Because if the posts, you know, on your feed aren't enough, you know, they want you looking at everyone's stories, and that takes a while to go through all of them. Mm-hmm. Like, someone can spend a whole hour-long commute just going through stories, you know? And I just think, I just kind of want to rebel against it and yeah. just be like, you know what, screw this. Like, this is clearly here for a reason, and... One, why should I... Okay, yes, I've got a business. And yes, all these mentors and gurus say you've got to post every day in order to get more clients and all the rest of it. But one, I don't really enjoy social media. Mm. I, I feel like I have to post. Mm. But then do you... Then what's the connotation you have for that feeling that like you have to? Because most people, yeah. when they are told they have to do something, their instant reaction is, I don't want to do it. We yeah. almost go childlike and go, I don't want to. Yeah. I want to do the opposite. I'm going to rebel against the yeah. system. But then sometimes I really do want, genuinely want to post. So then surely if you did it when you genuinely wanted yeah. to, you would feel better about it. Yeah. Not but that then, you feel negative But then it's it, like, do I, do I keep my stories going just so that people, I'm there because there's another, um, there's a phrase yeah. um, which is top of mind. So what the gurus say is you want to be top of mind whenever someone thinks about a personal trainer so want think you, you want to be top of mind so and does that mean you have to be in order on social to be media? top of mind you need to have that red circle around or pink circle whatever it is mm. around your instagram profile picture to see that to show that you're constantly you're active always, yeah you're there um do you know what i mean yeah, so no, it's like that. being a mia for a week that's like oh she what's she doing like She's not top of mind. Yeah, she's People not top of mind anymore. You. So it's constantly having to think, oh gosh, or finding the right balance. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd say social media doesn't affect my well-being personally. That's, good. That's really um, good. But I don't like the idea of being forced to post every mm. day when I when I don't really feel like it. But going back to how you know what we were saying earlier about being in a really good mood and being in a good wave of like positivity and doing all the mm. right things. That is when I want to post more. Yeah. And when I don't want to post is when I'm more like feeling more complainy and negative about life because I don't really, I don't really feel like I'm in in the right frame of mind to inspire and motivate others. Yeah. So I think it goes hand in hand of with course, yeah, how you're feeling. Absolutely. Yeah. So with, with my Instagram, because I recently changed it to the positive PT, which I couldn't believe the yes. handle wasn't taken. Yeah, I, mean, I love like, it. It was meant to be. It's That's meant, meant to, to be. It that. suits you down to the ground. Absolutely, and yeah. I think. The reason we become PTs is because we've been through the journey. Mm-hmm. We know from a personal point of view where, you know, how to make people feel better. And I think we both think the same and that it's not just physical, you know, it's, it's your mindset and, and your mental health as well that can really benefit from exercise. Oh, 100%. And so when I changed my handle to positive PT, it was because I truly believed in it. Before I just had an Instagram because I was told I had to have one, but yeah. I rebelled and went, I don't want one. I yeah. got rid of social media. I don't want to then have it back. And then I started to see like positive quotes and I'm very much a wordsmith I love to write so anything wordy and a, a great graphic I'm like yeah I love that and it's yeah, visually yeah. appealing so yeah. visually makes me feel good the wording is making me empowered so I post repost quotes on my story mm-hmm. so my content is sparse but my 
my stories are quotes that I've seen that I've liked that I think will help someone else. And if I click yeah. on someone's story and it's a quote, then I'm suddenly thinking about something. Then it's making me think about something. Yeah, if that's I, so true. If I'm in a certain frame of mind and I see a quote, it's going to make me feel differently about that current situation. Yeah, because so it's thought-provoking. Yeah, so that, that's the positivity coming through to me and I want to share that with others through yeah. that medium. I don't, okay. wa- I don't want to post about exercise as such unless I'm doing a certain exercise and it's making me feel good because when you feel good you look good share that with the world definitely okay so yeah because you don't really post too much on your feed do you no when you do I'm like yeah and you know the last (laughs) post I did was about my my sprained thumb because (laughs) the world and and I'll tell you why I'll tell you why I posted that and it is related to positivity is because I sprained my thumb back in July and I genuinely I'm a bit I'm the worst patient and I feel sorry for myself. I can't get past the fact that I'm unwell or I'm injured and I'm like pity party central. (laughs) And then I had this uh, sprained thumb through netball. Uh, I thought it was a bruise originally. Turns out it was a a sprain that just wouldn't go away. It was on my left hand. I'm left-handed, blah, blah, blah. Life was hard. And then it started to get better. And then it made me feel better because I'm like, finally, I can see the light. I spent a lot of time thinking it's never going to get better. All that negativity and feeling sorry for myself and then because I felt better about it it was changing and it was suddenly getting better I didn't need to share that with Instagram to say to them hey look I was feeling really down about this situation and now it's finally feeling better therefore things do get better and that's my positive yeah. spin on it and that yeah. was my last post oh, okay. probably take like another that. six months before I post again <laughs> about my ankle sprains sprains a lot of things you know it's like the, the quote um, this too shall pass you yeah. know Absolutely. And it's so true, and I think I need to like tattoo that on my yeah. arm. Or well, something. I have a tattoo that says "Thunderstorms and Brighter Dreams," which is basically when you're feeling yeah. crap, you have a little bit of a cry, you feel better. So when the storms passed, the sun comes out. It's just a, yeah. a matter of timing. Like things will pass. Definitely. It's, it's like you say, how do you cope in that situation? How do I cope when I'm feeling a bit negative? Yeah. You know, I either turn to friends and I say, "Look, yeah, I'm feeling like this." The ones that know me best know how to turn things around for me. Or I have a strong word word for myself and I go, no, don't feel like this. You are in control of how you feel. Let's turn this around. Let's go and do what makes you happy. Let's go have a coffee. Yeah. Let's go and listen to your favourite song. Coffee equals happiness. Absolutely. Music. Yeah, you love music, don't you? So you're good at piano. Yeah, I love love writing music. Yeah, for sure. It's my like, my release. Your outlet. Completely my outlet. Yeah. I have a, a piano, not piano, I have an electric keyboard. Yeah. The dynamics of a piano in my room and it's there. Sometimes I put things on it and it becomes, you know, like a storage place for all my jumpers. And sometimes <laughs> I'll get everything away and I'll sit down and I'll write a song. And it makes good. me feel good. How? To, yeah. To like, I think having a creative outlet, especially like singing, like mm-hmm. blindly, it's nothing better than just letting that's, it all absolutely. out that's why yeah. if you're driving along in the car yeah. and you're singing along to your music you feel good I tell you what actually when I used to work on reception I used to have to do a Monday morning shift and yeah. I'm very um, I, strong, I strongly believe in Monday mornings and how most of most people dislike Mondays yes whereas I was the opposite I was like I'm going to change how you feel about Mondays yeah. because I love Mondays so I got up read I <laughs> know <laughs> oh yeah copyright right there so the way I used to get through Mondays and I used to work a long like 12 hour day on Monday I used to wake up and think, it's going to be a long day. But you knew it was going to be a long day when you took this job. Therefore, yeah. you have no right to moan about this. This is yeah. your decision. You choose to be yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. How can you turn this around? So I'd get up, be in the car, and I'd put on my musical theatre playlist <laughs> on the way through the rush hour traffic, singing along to all my musicals. I'd get to work feeling good because I'd been sing- singing yeah. all my musicals. And then, you know, I'd get to halfway through the day and someone would be like, you're so happy on a Monday. Why? I said, because... I almost thrive off the fact that no one's happy on Monday. Therefore, <laughs> I'm going to be the oracle of Monday. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm, I'm loving life because I love what I do. Therefore, yes. I don't mind if it takes 12 hours to get through the day because I love what I do. If I was doing a job I disliked for 12 hours, oh my goodness, yeah. it would be quite hard to turn that around. Yeah, definitely. But then I just wouldn't do that because I know what makes me happy and what doesn't. Exactly. Because you exactly. know you at the, at the And know the yourself. Know yourself, yeah, 100%. Definitely. Oh, good. I love so singing, that. yeah. Singing, singing makes you feel good. It really does. And yeah. um, I was watching a TED talk yesterday, actually, about being more confident in like just who you are. Mm-hmm. And one of the top tips of this woman um, giving the TED talk was that you should sing more. Love because that. she said your confidence comes through communication. Yeah, and it's true. Singing helps you in order to 
project your voice better and also like when you're talking to someone and they've got a very monotonous voice mm. you're not very engaged in the yeah. conversation and the communication can be a little bit half-hearted whereas if your let's say the tone of your voice yeah um if that's going up and down you're, you sound enthusiastic or yeah. you might sound a bit like fearful or whatever if there's different tones to the voice that keep you more engaged and you're just going to have a better quality communication with that person mm-hmm. or you'll be able to communicate at a much more effective level mm-hmm. um so yeah singing is definitely does this something mean that, that your, your next podcast you will be singing the whole entire time because i would listen to that oh yeah yeah <laughs> love that but i completely agree that singing definitely does make you feel good yeah it does um, and i think because i did performing arts you know yeah. i did the whole oh yeah singing you know i that would be part of so like my you, courses you don't you've got less inhibitions about it then and, and you're whereas me like yeah. if I have to be on a stage singing like I would not want to do yeah, it yeah like I'm more inclined to do it because yeah. that's that's my Definitely. background but yeah I, I get that the TED talk you know the, the lady is saying sing more to bring out your yeah. confidence but it's not that easy to someone that doesn't sing yeah I think she means like more to do it at home like not in public because not everyone is an amazing singer so not everyone would be like okay let me just but like changing the tone of your voice yeah to help in order to yeah yeah, just break through your voice a bit Mm. more yeah it's true and like you know vocal exercises in order to have a clearer communication like you say definitely when you're talking to somebody who's a little bit like monotonous is that the word yeah yeah Yeah, you know monotone monotone all of that it's quite difficult to stay engaged yeah and I think Naturally, when I talk, I get excited by either what I'm saying or because yeah. I know that I'm going to crack a joke and yeah. I like to think of myself as a comedian. So I get joy out of making people laugh and I feed off of that and it's not like I get excited. And then, yeah, yeah. But again, I think that's because of my performance background that yeah. I am that way inclined. Whereas there are other people who maybe like complete opposite to me who are very introverted, very quiet. Do you think it's more of a personality trait though? So say an introvert did performing arts. Yeah. Do you think as a result of them studying performing arts, they'd become more extroverted? Or do you think they would still be that introvert I mean, and force themselves? I think, from my experience of working, uh, doing different courses, that if you are a little bit quiet, you you will come out of your shell. Yeah. It's ju- it just happens. When you do drama, the exercises they make you do, they let you have no barriers. They don't let you stay in your shell. They want yeah. you to come out of your shell and be something different. You can still have that introverted nature, but you yeah. are you will be encouraged to yeah. be a little bit more confident. Not as confident as as the next person. We're all different, yeah, but for yeah. sure. Definitely. But maybe it is a personality thing. Yeah, but I'm I'm a bit guilty of if someone's not as vibrant as me or as outgoing as me, I might write them off a little bit. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Um, it's not always a good thing to do. Yeah, you, know, you have to be patient. Not everyone's going to be the same as you. Not everyone's going to understand Definitely. you. And some people take a bit longer to warm up and Completely. get into. Yeah, I think I'm one of those people. Like, if I'm in a new situation, I feel a little bit um, not intimidated, but a little bit like, right, I'm just going to listen rather than take talk. it all on board. Yeah, take it all in and then assess the situation and then from there I can kind of find my place within yeah. that circle before we work together like mm. more frequently what did you think of me oh <laughs> on the spot well I didn't really know you that well but mm. I knew you were this like confident <laughs> outgoing person does um, that come across intimidating because people say to me that I can come across quite intimidating because of that um no I wouldn't say intimidating Maybe like a smidgen. <laughs> <laughs> That's a yes. That's why I get told all the time. Maybe like a smidgen, yeah, yeah, <laughs> but not like too much. But that was because like I knew we'd have stuff in common mm. anyway to relate to each other with. So yeah, um, that was fine. But yeah, obviously since I got to know you more, I was like, oh, it's Clem. Yeah, exactly. Great. Exactly. And I think it is funny though you say that because like intimidation. Do you want to come across intimidating? No, and it's and that makes me feel bad because I don't want someone to feel a certain way because yeah. I'm just being myself. And I would do anything for anyone. Yeah. So for me to come across intimidating makes it sound like someone is almost scared of me and therefore maybe not they won't come into my space. They might not want to be involved with me because yeah. they become intimidated. And actually, if you get to know me, I'm actually not intimidating. I just I mean well. And yeah. I'm a bit over, I can be overwhelming because my nature is to be like, Whoa! you know, a bit crazy. Well, I don't know, like... And reserved sometimes. Um, yeah, sometimes. I was going to say, yeah, you're not always like that. No. No. 
definitely not. But um, but then I also think that goes against me in that because I'm so outgoing all the time that when I'm not and something is bothering me, oh my god, is it so obvious? And people can read me like a bloody book. Yeah. And it's like, what's wrong? I'm like, nothing. So, There's clearly something true. wrong. Let's just talk about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You're not yourself Not today. yourself. Like, what's up? You're not, like, beaming from ear to exactly. ear. And, like, making joke after joke. Exactly. So it's, <laughs> it sort of goes against me sometimes and that I'm I'm so obvious to read. I don't yeah. hide anything. My facial but expressions I think that's get... quite a cool thing to, you know... Yeah, you not, know, I don't hide Not anything. be a poker face all oh, the time. I can't Oof. lie to save my life. No. And that's... No. that's I like, think that's a really admirable trait. I mean, actually. yeah. It's not yeah. the worst thing to, to yeah. have, is it? But I always find it when my, me and my friends play games that involve like uh, lying and stuff because in order to win the game, oh, yeah. I am useless at it. Even simple thing like two truths and a lie yeah. can't do it <laughs> because I end up telling all truths because I don't know how to lie and it's ridiculous. And I'm like, oh, I've done it wrong again. I've done it wrong. Done it wrong. I can't Useless. lie. But you're right. I think it's it's definitely not a bad thing to not to not lie. Yeah, it's a good thing. And then yeah, definitely because you want you want people to trust you. Yeah, especially you know in the profession that we're in yeah. as well. Like we need to be trustworthy people, mm. and we wouldn't want to like recommend something that we don't believe in exactly, or say something that's not true. Like yeah, I, I think I honest- take the idea of that. Yeah, I think honesty also like goes hand in hand with positivity. Like you have to be an honest person in order to because if you're that's if you point. if you lie or you're or you go behind someone's back, that's a negative trait straight away. You don't feel good about you, it you as well. Or you might feel good. I don't know, but and again like to be positive is just to be true to yourself and, yeah. and not feel like you have to lie about things and, as well and also like with positivity like I don't know about you but I can't fake it I yeah. can't pretend to be no, positive you can't fake and, it and, and, and people do they really do but it's like, so yeah. not true and it's yeah. like and, but you can tell when someone's not being honest about something yeah or not definitely. being true to themselves about being yeah. positive yeah. but um, I used to do when I started like, feeling positive about life a little bit more um, I used to text my friend and be like, have a great day. It was Monday morning, I remember, on WhatsApp. I'd be like, have a great day. And she'd be like, you have a great day. And I started texting to random people, so nice. have a great day. Yeah. And then somebody replies, no, you have a great day. And then we're like, no, just, just have a great no, day. you have one. Everyone have a great day. And <laughs> That's really nice. And because, you yeah. know, you might look at it and go, oh, have a great day. It's just mm-hmm. a statement. It's just a sentence. But it's a positive sentence. Yeah. So you you know, you might not you might mean nothing, you might do nothing yeah. to your day, but maybe it will. Yeah. That's have a really great day. Cool. Keep having that's a good really day. Important, like going back you know, talking about messaging friends, like I met up with a friend last week who I haven't seen quite shamefully in about four months, let's say, and she's one of my re- I count her as so a really good friend. So why haven't you seen her? Um, just life happened and we you know, we do different things, and she lives not too far away, but far yeah. enough to not be close enough. Yeah, um, not local. Not local, no. Um, and it's just, you know, we both, I guess, priorities, or I don't, we don't prioritise each other. Mm-hmm. And when we met up, we had a lovely catch-up, we had a great time, we had that a laugh, happens, and it? then we were like, well, why don't we do this yeah, more often? Yeah, or, yeah. Um, she was telling me, like, she's been feeling quite down recently, Aww. and I was like, well, I hate to think that you can't, you yeah. know, tell me or just, but then she was like, well, why would I want to just come out of the blue and tell you and yeah. be like, oh, I'm feeling down, um, you know, yeah. why? And um, I think that goes for everyone in life. Like, everyone's so busy adulting. Oh, sorry, and yeah. it's just so, it's just one of those things. Do you want to burden your friends? Do you know, you know, what your friend has even up to because you haven't been in touch for so long because yeah. you're so busy? Yeah. And it's just one of those circles. So just being like what you were saying like every week once a week just say have a nice day or every yeah. every other day however often you're able to do it yeah. or however often you just want to, have to do that it communication open. just have that open to be like okay your friend might reply to say oh actually um i don't think my day's going to go too well because yeah. of this or that or the other and when people reach out it's because they want you to help them yeah and then no i find all in all just knowing that you've got friends to support you mm-hmm. and vice versa absolutely you do just feel better about Completely. life like you know you've got certain friends who will help you in certain situations yeah you've got that friend who you could tell that certain thing to and they will they will flip it around they'll, they'll make yeah. you feel better that's why we have friends yeah definitely so yeah what I'm getting at is I guess 
you've got friends but then you don't really utilise that friendship mm-hmm. and it's actually quite a sad thing because mm. you lose that connection I think, I think you're far too busy because I whatsapp my friends all the time telling them about that's why they tell me to stop having a pity party because <laughs> I'm constantly like la 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 get rid of that social media you'll be talking to people all oh, the time I know. maybe I just need to quit Instagram yeah maybe that's, maybe that's what it is but you know, there are friends that you'll have in life who you won't see all the time I've got friends yeah. who live outside of London who I would class as really close friends went to uni together lived together know me inside and out I see them like maybe a couple of months apart because yeah. we live in different cities you know we do different yeah. things but when we see each other exactly the same thing it's like time hasn't passed You, it's exactly the same but yeah. I wouldn't necessarily open a conversation with them and be like how are you doing because we don't need to we no, just meet up every so exactly. often and that is the beauty of friendship um, yeah going back to the self care thing mm. what kind of things would you do like for me for instance having a bath is <sighs> Yeah. Oh, huge self care because I'm a shower person. Oh no, I, I, have a bath. I, I would rarely. Do you have like a bath. candles? No. Do you use bath bombs? Not bath. Bombs. Oh my gosh, that's gonna my, change your life. No, Epsom bath salts. For oh, me. you love yeah, you love yeah, a good yeah. bath salt. I love yeah. a good bath salt because yeah. it's how you makes you feel right. After a bath, don't you feel oh, just feel so, so good? good. Relax. I spent a yeah. lot of my life without a shower. but We only had really? a bath. So when people are like, oh no, I hardly have a bath because yeah. I've only had a shower. I spent my life in a bath, so oh it's like gosh. the norm. Now we have a shower, so I do, if I'm in a hurry, have a shower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I have the time, I definitely run a bath, light some candles, a bath bomb now and again oh, if I've got one. Yeah. And just having the candles and without the bright light, it's just so yeah, calming. definitely. I need more baths in my life. Yeah, they're so good. And like, they just make you feel good, like you say, yeah. the, the practicality of feeling warm, but also they calm me. Yeah, yeah, there's something about definitely. it. Definitely, yeah, they're very. If calming. I'm feeling stressful, it's a space where I can think, where I'm not looking at my phone, I'm not yeah. looking at a laptop. There's nothing there to look at. I'm just thinking. Definitely. And then I need to do that more. Yeah, thinking, thinking in the bath a lot more. Thinking in the bath. Yeah. <laughs> Rather than all the bubbles. Yeah. Um. Oh, yeah, yeah. Definitely. What? Uh, so, what else would you say is a form of self care that you you've spoken about singing? Yep. Um, uh, for one. me. And yourself, you say exercise. Definitely. Um, but not not all exercise brings me joy as such. Yeah, like Sometimes I I, I'm, I'm like forcing myself to do a workout because it, I know it'll make me feel good. Exactly. But it could just be a walk. Yeah, it's simple. Like, oh, in, in, in the like summer, I go on so many walks yeah. and I love it. It's yeah. so good. Yeah. Yeah, the weather is, is a huge part of that, you know. But, yeah. But walking, Definitely. love that. And yeah. for me, playing netball yes. is the one You're thing that I absolutely love playing the sport. And yeah. for me, it's not exercise because... I love the sport and like I can't explain it any other than I just yeah on that note like I think sports for people that don't like exercise they can be so powerful like if you're someone who doesn't like the gym you don't have to go yeah there's so many other things you could do I don't know try try judo class I'm going to have to try something random try dance class my friend loves Zumba she will Zumba to the cows come home get her into the gym no no exactly you don't feel like it's really exercise yeah because you're enjoying what you're doing exactly Um, for sure yeah so self care would be for me netball yeah having a bath of course having a bath Um, and then for me seeing people surrounding myself with people that's a big one um, because like we say they can change your mood you know they Mm -hmm. make make you feel good so for yeah. me, spending time with people, yeah. that isn't work-related. Yeah. I spend a lot of my life with people. Okay, would you say reading is self-care? Reading books, you But know, why? Why are you reading? Just to, put to yourself let your world. creativity and imagination run wild just for that half an hour, for that time. So it's, it's, the, it's the self-care and it away because it's away from your, yeah. your, your, your day-to-day away life. Away from life, yeah. yeah. And, it, and it's something that just takes your mind off it. And you're in that moment yeah. when you're reading, aren't you? Then definitely, yeah, yeah, self-care. Because if you have a stressful life and you're on the go a lot of the time, to take a moment of stillness to yeah. read a book, definitely yeah. self-care. Yeah, definitely. You know, you've got to, in the moments of the world going around and life being busy, yeah. you have to find those moments of just sitting still like, sure. and doing nothing and if nothing yeah. is watching netflix because you're not moving or reading the book yeah absolutely then yeah self-care. yeah self-care definitely even like i don't know i love painting and mm. well i'm a big fan of a creative out- outlet so any creative outlet and yeah yeah, yeah. Um, have you started painting yet no but i need to need to need so that's to a case painting. of oh i need to do this and i should do yeah. this um, yeah do, do we um surround do we almost give ourselves a little bit of negativity where we put pressures on ourselves to do things. Maybe, yeah, yeah, I think so. Because it's always kind of looming above your head. Yeah. But then once I'm in it, I'm loving life. Like that, that's a trick. For me, part. it's nothing better than 
painting with a cup of coffee and like Aretha Franklin on in the background. It's soul music. It's like my favourite thing to do and I I haven't done it in years and I miss it. That's well that's the thing, if you miss it and you knew you loved it, do more of it. But then it's like the practicality of oh I have to go and do this and buy this. I have to do X, Y, and Z before I can get to the end. And then it's also finding the time. Oh god, it's not like a quick half an hour Netflix show. It's like two hours. But you were saying that your favourite thing is to paint cup of coffee with Franklin. Mine, strangely enough, is my laptop in a coffee shop or a quiet yeah. space with a coffee. Yes. And just something stick, about coffee. Something about coffee and like away yeah. from a, a, a situation yeah. or a location. Yeah, yeah. I love it. That's cool. Or a train journey. Yeah. I love a train journey. So, listeners, think about what you love to do mm-hmm. and Do try. more of it. Yeah, do more of it. Just find some time. I know we've said we don't always find time for what we want to do, but mm. yeah, find some time to do more of what you love. And exactly. There's always yeah. time. If you want to make time, you yeah. can make time. Definitely. And then maybe think about what's bringing you joy and what doesn't. You know, yes. If somebody makes you laugh or somebody, you know, you really enjoy spending time with a person, spend more time with them. Yeah. Talk about ideas with them because if you're around positive people and you've got an idea for something, be sure they're going to make that an idea that's going to become a thing because they they believed in this idea because they're feeling yeah. good about it and they believe definitely. In you. And positivity breeds self belief. Oh my well. god, yes, and I love positivity breeds positivity. Yeah, yeah. Like it just it just <laughs> mutilates and becomes this big positive aura. Yeah. Like we often say, can you be too positive? Yeah, yeah. That is a question I wanted to ask you. Can actually. we be too positive? Can we be too positive? What's what's too positive? Um, I guess it depends on who you're doing it around because if someone else is positive too then they wouldn't see you as being too positive mm. but if it's someone who's like in a state of negativity and they'd be like oh go away with your positivity I don't want to hear it mm. so I think that's when you you seem like you're being too positive yeah in a way but, but yeah but there can't be a thing such as too positive because if someone says you know go away with your negativity but all you're doing is finding good in things, and that's what you should yeah. be doing. Yeah, as long as it's coming from a true state and you're not At, forcing oh it. Oh my god, yeah, you, we said we, you can't force positivity. No. You just have to believe in it. Yeah. And then when you do believe in it, and then people believe in honesty. Yeah. And sometimes the truth exactly. hurts, and that's why people don't, they don't want positivity around them because yeah. it's too much of a reflection on how they can't do it, and they don't yeah. know how to, they that's don't know how to ask for help. That's a very good point. Rather than being like, how, how are you so positive all the time? Yeah. People don't ask that question because they don't want to know because they, they know they can't do it. Yeah. Or they maybe feel that like they can't do it. Yeah. But there's no such thing as too positive. If you no. are genuinely happy and you're genuinely believing in everything you are involved in, then you surely are only going to bring good things. I think that only spreads because there's no, there's no, there's um, no limit. Yeah, there's no limit. No. It's just going to spread throughout Absolutely. other people. You would hope anyway. Yeah, exactly. And it's like a beautiful you, thing. Exactly. You you give it to somebody else and they give it to someone else and it, yeah, it does yeah. it does breed that way. Yeah. And then the more we do it, you know, as long as we just accept that you can't change everybody, and as long as nobody's negativity affects you. Yeah. That's the biggest thing. Is is turning it around and not letting the negative situation overwhelm you Definitely. and you're in control of how you yeah. feel you, you can choose to be That's feel so happy true. or sad about a situation you yeah. can miss your bus you can choose to feel sad about the fact you miss your bus yeah or you can find good in it in that what does missing that bus mean yeah you've got a little bit more time to think about something look on your phone a little bit more definitely you know go to the shop and buy some paracetamol because you had a headache yeah that's anyway, so true little things um this reminds me of the time when i i tried laughter yoga oh, you know yeah. on meetup.com me and my friend were like okay let's go and give mm-hmm. laughter yoga a go I love so one what you just said about missing the bus because one of the things was oh that, i think i must have got that from um, you you must oh, have told maybe. me this before but it was like pretend you just run up to this door and pretend you've just missed your train and the next one's in like half an hour or something and just laugh about it and so <laughs> there was this big group of like 10 of us all running to a store and, and just pretending like we've missed the train and we were all in stitches of laughter <laughs> and again like laughter and positivity breeds more laughter mm-hmm. and positivity yeah. and the whole time there was all these different scenarios they were like look at your the bottom of your shoe and pretend you just trodden in poo <laughs> and laugh about it point at your shoe and laugh and it was the most bizarre thing but yeah. actually me and my friend went away like with a beaming smile yeah, yeah they were all a bit hippy dippy <laughs> but I kind of loved that about it because it's like inhibitions are gone yeah, you're and just you're just random. letting yourself go yeah, and just giving yourself the time to just lighten up yeah and that's it's so that's refreshing it. yeah. like I actually I haven't been in I've done it once years ago and I'd love to go back again just to 
just to do it again and yeah. experience it's all good vibes. It's all good vibes. Good vibes. Good, good vibes. vibes. Yeah. All right, yeah. Clem. I think we'll leave it there. Thank you so much. I'm for such a talker. No, I love it. Good so luck good. editing this one. Like I'm just beaming from ear to oh. ear right now. I think like my. my do, you know, do you know what I'm looking forward to? What? Continuing chatting to you after this podcast <laughs> is over because we will. Uh, and uh, I just thoroughly, hey. I thoroughly enjoyed doing this, and I was Good. a little bit nervous beforehand. I know you, then, you got into it in no I time. I know. I think it's because I was like, oh, you know, you know, what should I say? But actually, yeah. it's a conversation. That's all it is. And it's about saying our different views and and how yeah. we approach different situations. Yeah. And it makes you want to do more as well. Completely. Like, you have to accept that you're not the same as everybody else, that different people can bring different sides of you out. Definitely. And when somebody is a good aura and a positive person around you, by God, keep them in your life. Spend more time with them because they're going to bring you up. And if it wasn't for you, Kat, I wouldn't join Bounce and I wouldn't be training regularly again. And so for you, as a recent thing, thank you for that positive uh, input that you had. Ah, well, my pleasure. (laughs) I will take that. (laughs) And I will thank you as well for just the great aura and positivity that you bring into my life. And instantly we're laughing, beaming, smiling, like it's a genuine feeling. Yeah, definitely. And that's going to stick with us. Definitely, yeah. So good. Feel good. Let's feel good vibes. Because when you feel good... You look good. Yes, yes. <laughs> Love that. Okay, right. I really should stop All right. talking. We have to go now. So Thanks um, for having me. Thank podcast. you for listening, if you have, to the end. Um, if you want to listen to more, then go to fitstrongfree.com. You can listen to them all there. Say it like and you believe it. Say it like you believe it. If you want to listen to more of these amazing podcasts, yes, 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 I do. go to fitstrongfree.com. You can listen to them there. And if you want to follow... The Positive PT oh, who hey. hosts oh so often. <laughs> well, watch awesome. out for her stories because they're good. Positive um, Then it's the underscore Positive PT. There I am. Feel free to yes. DM me if you want some positive vibes. Yes, exactly. And she's a personal trainer too. Oh, and yeah. if you do personal train with her, you're going to have laughs and laughs. That's so true. I do yeah. like to laugh yeah. a lot. Yeah, definitely. Fun. Go away feeling double good. Yes. Yeah. So anyway, we are out. Um, thank you for listening. And peace out. Bye.